What's good, y'all? Welcome back to Fierce Cast. It's a new year, new quarter. Um, hope y'all's winter quarter's going pretty well. Um, so I'm Eric, he, him, his. I'm a fourth year. I'm one of the co-outreach chairs. And I'm Jazz. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm a third year. And I'm the other co-outreach chair. Woo, woo. And we have a very special guest today to start off winter quarter. Uh, Earl, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Most definitely. Hello, everybody. My name is Earl, pronouns he, they. Um, I am the co-social chair for Puppeteer and Filipino this year, and I'm super excited to be here. Woo, woo. Oh, so excited. Uh, nothing like a fierce cast episode to uh, start off the new quarter, huh? Yes. Anyway. And for any uh, current Fierce mentees, he's also one of the Fierce mentors for the quarter. So you'll probably see him around. <laughs> Moving on to our check-in question. If a theme song played every time you would wake up, what would it be? Oh my God, do I go first? I mean, if you have an answer. If you have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have a lot of aspirations in life, so I would say if I were to choose a song to wake up to every single morning, it would be All I Want by Olivia Rodrigo, the queen of High School Musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> we love her. <laughs> we love that. Hmm. I don't know, Ko, do you have one yet? I'm still thinking. Um, well, my first thought was... Um, because this is a song that I've always resonated with. I don't know why, but <laughs> um, the opening song to Tangled, it's, I think it's called, like, When Will My Life Begin? But not, oh, like, yeah. not because of that part, but because of, like, how it's, like, 6 up at 7 a.m. and she, like, does a bunch of stuff and, like, <laughs> just, just try and pass the time. I just feel like that's how my life is sometimes. I just do things. <laughs> we love Filipina Rapunzel. We stand. <laughs> Um, see, I've been thinking about literal theme songs, like opening songs of shows, and then the first thing that came to mind was the Big Rush, or Big Time Rush theme song. So I was like, you know, that resonates with me. Like, you know, you know, make it count, play it straight, don't look back, don't hesitate, you know, you just gotta go big time, you know? Anyway, <laughs> y'all didn't y'all didn't hear me say the lyrics out loud like that. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, so for our next little segment, we have quick fire questions. So we're gonna be asking Earl five questions, really fast, not really fast, but you know, you got you better give us an answer within three seconds. Well, I got. Oh, say. I'm a little scared. <laughs> hey, that's why it's called quick fire questions. Um, all right. So, are you ready, Earl? Sure. I love and ev everyone else can answer as well, if you please, or like, you know, if you want to. Anyway, first question, favorite UCSB memory? Um, going to the dining hall for the first time. Go-to topping one. for a Poke Bowl. Wait, what happened? Go-to topping for a Poke Bowl. Um, I'm allergic to fish. <laughs> okay, well, if you weren't allergic, what do you think? Shucks. No, <laughs> because I barely go. My friends don't even invite me. 
What about if it was like a like a burrito bowl? Ooh, if it was a burrito bowl steak from Chipotle. Definitely. Good stuff. <laughs> Favorite spot on campus? Campus Point, easy. Love that. The beach or the mountains? Beach. Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Love that. Well, that concludes <laughs> quick fire questions. <laughs> now we're going to move on to our general questions. Um, starting off with where are you from and, and or where were you born? If it's the same. Mm, well, if y'all do not know me already, I am from the 408 San Jose, California Bay Area, baby. Um, <laughs> I love it in the Bay Area. I love all the great boba spots the great scenery and the amazing people. Super, super diverse there, so yeah. So, you know, growing up in the Bay, like how was school? How was your childhood like? How was like, you know, everything that you've experienced up until like now, pretty much? So for those that don't necessarily know me, um, I was actually a transfer student before I came to UC Santa Barbara. So I just transferred in the fall of 2019. So. Um, in terms of my academic journey, I uh, went to the standard K through 12, um, went to San Jose City College, and then I transferred again, like I said, fall 2019 to UC Santa Barbara. Um, it was a very fun time growing up, I think. Um, I kind of had this notion that my parents always told me that I could pretty much achieve everything that I wanted, um, so long as I put my mind to it and all of that good stuff. So. I've kind of lived by that mantra ever since today. So yeah, great time growing up and also academic achievements, good stuff. <laughs> oh, that's so nice to hear that like your parents have always been very supportive of you. Um, what was it like to be Filipinx in your school or neighborhood or just area in general? Did you feel different or were you able to fit right in? And why did you think so? Um, to be quite frank, um, when, in my high school year, so from freshman to senior year in high school, I didn't necessarily get to embrace my Filipino or Filipinx roots um, in high school just because I was surrounded by a lot of um, people of different cultures in my high school and I didn't necessarily feel as close to my heritage as I would have hoped. And even when I was in community college actually, um, I was surrounded by a lot of Latinx individuals. So. Um, Again, like I didn't necessarily get that chance to embrace my roots there as well. But when I came to UC Santa Barbara, um, I actually also was not intending to um, get into this cultural organization. But then once I got tabled by Jezra, Kali, and Gio, <laughs> um, that all honestly changed. And I feel like these past four quarters that I've been here since um, since then, it's been a great time getting to know who I actually am in my Filipinx identity and feel truly myself within this organization. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, so, and well, let's just jump right into it. KP, how do you like KP so far? What, like your experience with KP? Oh, cafeteria and Filipino, <laughs> we love. We love Cupature and Filipino. <laughs> Honestly, like I said earlier, um, ever since I got tabled by them, it was really, really, um, I guess, a wake-up call in, in a sense, just because I feel like coming into UC Santa Barbara, I was kind of just hoping to focus on my professional development, 
focus on my classes, get a couple of internships here and there and just go across life. But um, ever since I got tabled, it felt like there was this new, um, I guess, social atmosphere that just kind of flew through my veins in a sense. And I was like, damn, like I really need to get out there in this org. And just being surrounded by so many great and like-minded individuals really pushed me to be the person that I am today. So really, really thankful for everyone in this org. That's a good point. Like I really uh, like relate to that in a way because like I was the exact same way like my first year. Um, I really didn't want to join a cultural org specifically of Philippine X1 um, just because the experience that I've had uh, back at home um, was a lot different and not something that I expected. And then once like I joined my second year, I was like, oh, this is like a lot different than what we did back at home. Like it wasn't like anything like what, like all the activities and all the events that we've held, like it was nothing compared to the org that I was uh, part of back home. So I was like, wow, I think I might stay for a while, you know, you know what I mean? Um, I agree. Yeah. I, I say it a lot too. It's like, when you join a community like KP, it's like you meet a lot of people that you felt like you melt, you known for like, I don't know, like 10 plus years when you've only known them for like a quarter. So like, that's how much of an impact, like for those who are just joining KP or for those who uh, just joined um, and listening in. Um, yeah, it's like that. It has like a pretty huge impact on a lot of people. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, building on that, uh, what is it like being a student leader in KP? Since you mentioned that you are one of the co-social chairs, uh, what is the workload? What is the workload like? How is um, burnout? <laughs> How do you stay motivated? All of that. I see. Um, well, I guess I started my KP leadership journey as a core intern, actually, um, my third year. And um, that was a really, really fun time because I got to see like the inner workings of CORE, um, how people planned events, um, what the process is like, whether that be calendaring, um, making an itinerary, actually carrying out through an events, pluses and deltas, all that great stuff. And then um, through that experience, I think it, le it led me to applying to be the social chair for this year um, with David Antonio, shout out to him, love my co. <laughs> um, yeah, being a social chair is definitely very much different than being an intern just because in terms of the social chair position, I'm in charge of spearheading friendship games as well as benefit showcase. So in terms of logistics, um, that event or both of these events are actually really, really hard to plan. Um, we're currently in the process of benefit showcase, so a little self-plug right there. It's going to be super, super exciting <laughs> to see who our headliner is going to be. And we're actually partnering up with Buso Foundation this year and it's going to be really exciting to get to see how the inner workings of that is going to go um and yeah in terms of burnout um it's definitely real when you are a student leader you definitely need to know how to balance your time properly but i feel like with this opportunity it's been a great time to kind of find out what my capabilities actually are and see um how i i guess thrive in certain pressures <laughs> and yeah pretty much it i guess Wow, we love that. We love hearing it. Um, yeah, so just a little side question. Uh, 
we heard that you mentioned Benefit Showcase. So uh, you want to explain what Benefit Showcase is to those who don't know and those who are just joining KP? And maybe yes. like give us a hint for the headliner. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I can tell y'all that. It's gonna be a little secret. Yeah, <laughs> it's all okay. good. Yeah, no shame. <laughs> <laughs> y'all actually thought I could tell y'all the headliner, but unfortunately, I cannot. <laughs> um, but in terms of benefit showcase, it is a philanthropic event that KP actually holds every single year. I think it's going to be our 17th annual benefit showcase this year, and we pretty much choose to partner up with a nonprofit organization in which we raise money for the specific projects that they're working on. And um, in terms of the showcase aspect of things, um, we do get a lot of local acts within our area. And we also get a very well-known headliner within the API community. A couple of headliners could include um, Jamie Boy, which um, headlined my SIDS year, yay. And also Jeremy Passion last year with Cali. So exciting things. We're raising money for a great cause. So, yeah. And um, going a little bit further into that, uh, you also mentioned that you're partnering with Fuso. Would you also like to explain um, the specific uh, like goals that they have for this year? In terms of what yeah, definitely. So in terms of the Fuso Foundation, um, we actually met with them a couple of days ago and one of their major goals is to actually um, branch more within the um, California area just because they are um, stationed within Virginia and they're a nonprofit organization that has been working um, in a lot of multiple different projects and I feel like when it comes to the proceeds and where it's going to be going to it would be going to a lot of typhoon relief obviously within the Philippines that has happened recently and it's very deeply saddening um, and I believe a lot of the um, donations would go towards educational resources for pretty much anybody that needs help within impoverished areas. And um, I believe also COVID relief. So yeah, that's the Puso Foundation providing hope with a purpose. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, y'all heard it here. Um, watch Benefit Showcase. It's a fun time. I wish it was in person. Ah, uh, Jeremy Passion last Cries year. internally. Cries <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Jeremy Passion too. Um, Prize and lemonade. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I don't want to think about that. Crying and lemonade. Ooh, that was <laughs> sour. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> so, next question. We're gonna go a little apart from uh, the KP stuff. Um, so what does it mean to be Philippine next to you? Like, how do you feel about your cultural identity? Do you feel any different than how you felt during high school, than how you feel now, or vice versa? Um, yeah, if you'd just like to talk about that. Yeah, um, like I said earlier, I didn't necessarily feel a close-knit um, bond to my Philippine ex-heritage um, until I came to UC Santa Barbara. And um, as I was a court intern, since I got the position during the end of fall quarter, I was actually still trying to figure out where I fit in within my Philippinex roots. And I think when I started to figure out where I fit in within the community was actually um, through Athabex's PCN29 narrative, Aking um, Pagasa, really, really love that. Oh, great time. <laughs> um, but 
um, pretty much the narrative focused on um, OFWs, which is which are overseas Filipino workers. And it made me kind of think about my roots and um, my parents and how they got here to the States. And it made me think about their journey and how they actually met each other at Saudi Arabia. And then they ended up moving to the States, um, I think five years apart. So when it comes to that, like I, I definitely saw some resemblance in the narrative of PCN and my parents as well because they definitely had resilience they had grit they worked so hard they're hardworking. my mother's a dentist and my dad is a nurse so um, I love both of them dearly and I feel like that connection within my parents definitely transcends the Filipino experience in my book so yeah wow oh I miss PCN 29 same um let's see well to add on to that um i know you've had your own fair share of fierce experiences so how does fierce as an organization as something part as something that you uh, are part of how does that help you understand your cultural identity a little bit more um in terms of fierce actually um one of my very biggest passions is mentorship um, I feel like I've actually attained a lot of mentorship and leadership experience from different organizations that have mentorship programs. So when I, when I came into a KPCSB, I kind of um, found out about this um, program and I was like, damn, like they got some mentorship stuff in here. I love that. That's so exciting. So especially when I got to um, be a fierce mentor last year and this year, so super exciting. Um, and I got to learn more about my roots through the different workshops that y'all hold. And I think that um, I'm trying to remember a couple of the workshops that y'all held last year, whether that be like transfer workshops, also um, what else, gosh, y'all want to step into this? because I'm I'm kind of blanking. <laughs> Wait, what was it again? What workshops did we have last year? Yeah, last year. Oh, oh man. That was a lot of workshops last year. I know. That's why I'm kind of like blanking. <laughs> I was like... Uh, uh, <laughs> wow, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I, I know a lot of them, at least a lot of the ones that I remember in the beginning were very COVID-centered since it was like the very beginning of the pandemic so I think there was mm. one about like mental health in COVID uh, yeah 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 I swear there were more <laughs> yeah, yeah no, okay we, we swear there were more we swear we just can't Probably think of them at the moment for those listening in we swear no like we swear there's more there's a lot more, definitely but more I, like, very well said and impactful. <laughs> we just have a lot going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just going off that though, yeah, there are plenty of workshops and stuff like as Earl mentioned uh, before, um, and these programs are, they're, I think the, I think the best thing about having mentorship coordinators is how how well they adapt to the current conditions of like the environment, you know? So like last year it was uh, Ata Angela and Hannah Chua. So shout out to Mel and Joseph's uh, predecessors. Um, but just showing that versatility and being able to come up with like different workshops and how to cope with certain things is like what like we want to do and what we want to do as much as possible for fears. 
So like, you know, again, we swear there's more. Just, yes. just, wait, on it. just wait on it. Just wait on it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Ko, do you have anything else to say? I feel like you have something to say. Oh, uh, I was just going to say for the current instance, we have a lot of also great workshops planned for this quarter. And um, we hope y'all um, feel as impacted by them as Earl did. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh, moving on from that topic, what career path are you pursuing? And why did you choose this career path? Ooh, that's great to know. Um, what's it called? So in terms of my undergraduate education, uh, and I'm also um, obtaining a certificate in technology management. Um, I currently am also in the pl uh, applied psychology minor, but I might actually drop it. But Earl. who knows? We'll see. Oh, uh, real quick, my bad. Could you just go back to the beginning of what you're saying? Because the recording like stopped for a little bit, and then I played it oh. again. So just okay. like reset, just like reset whatever you're uh, you answering. Sounds and then good. Will, uh, okay, sounds good. Wait, um, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah, just ask a question. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, so moving on a little bit into a different topic. What career path are you pursuing and why did you choose this career path? Mm, so I'm actually pursuing a communication studies major, my BA in communication studies. Um, and I'm also attaining the technology management certificate too. So in terms of my future career paths, I really do plan on getting into the technology industry just because I feel like um, as a young child, every time I would get a new piece of technology, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so excited to use it. Like, this is so fun. So I feel like getting into the tech industry, I feel like it would kind of fuel that, um, that child nature in myself where I'm like, oh, hey, technology, that's exciting, that's fun. And um, I'd more so like to get into the marketing portion of things just to, um, I guess, promote the products or whatever um, it is that I'm doing at that time. So, yeah. Love to hear that. Um, so continuing forward, um, what do you see yourself like during the future, like, what do you want to manifest, like, I guess, like, in the near future? I guess something that I'd really want to manifest is being able to provide for my family, just because, again, my parents have done so much to get here to the States. Um, and for myself, being the eldest of three children, um, I definitely just want to be able to pay for my brother's education and also give a little something something to my parents and all of my elders that have raised me from my titas to my titos and my nanais um, and all of that great stuff. So I think just giving back to the people that have provided me so much is definitely something that I want to manifest these upcoming years, especially since I'm graduating this year. So hopefully I can get them big boy bucks and <laughs> provide. <laughs> yes, we love big boy jobs and big boy money. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, when everything is said and done, how would you like to be remembered? I guess within the context of this organization, I always kind of tell myself that so long as I've made an impact on one individual in this organization, I'll feel content. And Hopefully by the end of my term and the end of 
my UCSB undergraduate journey, I feel like I should have accomplished that by then. And I'm excited to see what sort of legacy is going to be told um, about me because um, there's this quote that my author says, my author Angela, shout out to her as well. Um, gosh, I, I'm probably going to butcher this, but um, this organization is full of giants and we are the giants that are going to be standing on top of their shoulders and building off of that legacy. So that's um, something that I've learned from her and I would like to just continue doing that. And yeah. Well, it seems like you've uh, displayed that wisdom already when I was about to ask you that question too. Um, <laughs> but if you have any other advice, so in the next like five to 10 years, you go back to this episode, you listen to it. Um, what do you want your future self to know? Or what do you want your future self to like hear? That's hard. Because <laughs> I need to hear a lot of things. <laughs> but um, I think something that I have been struggling with for, um, a long amount of time would probably be um, this social innate person that I am. Like, I don't always have to be social. I don't always have to bring out the extroverted side of myself. It's okay to just let yourself feel sometimes. So to be able to embrace my emotions um, for the rawness that it currently is, is something that I really want to be able to, I guess, have accomplished by that age, five to 10 years, so. Love that. Um, one more thing. Uh, what would you like to give uh, high school students advice for or anything? Especially for our mentees that may be listening. Yes. In. Hey, mentees. <laughs> meet y'all soon. <laughs> um, I guess one piece of advice that I would like to give to the mentees would probably be to let yourself have fun. You know, like, Y'all are still in high school at the moment, but once y'all go into your different endeavors, whether that be pursuing education or going straight to the workforce or doing whatever you please, just let yourself live because, you know, we never know how much time we have left on this planet and we just want to be able to live life to the fullest and um, let ourselves feel all the great things that life has to offer. So, so my tease. <laughs> All right, well, we love hearing everything about Earl, our wonderful co-social, also mentor. Ah, we love it. That's me. <laughs> we always love talking to you, Earl. Um, so just to, uh, we're nearing the end. So is there anything else that you would like to say, maybe even ask us, maybe keep the conversation going? anything that you want to talk about to be honest like we got time we can do we it all got time really. <laughs> <laughs> we got I time topics about at like 2 a.m that you want to like go into <laughs> 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 shucks i actually hmm, let me think about this one Any of your current interests? Current interests. Yeah, what about this? Um, oh, shucks, I lost my train of thought. 
God, I hate myself sometimes. <laughs> okay, with um, Joseph's uh, editing, editing. God, skills. I know, I know Joseph's <laughs> gonna put this in. <laughs> um, shout out to Joseph. Hey Joseph, shout out to Joseph because hey, <laughs> we know he's gonna get this on. <laughs> Always trying to knock um, out my knees. Hmm. I guess something that I'd like to ask y'all would probably be how has this institution helped y'all grow from when y'all came into it and now leaving it? I guess. Like institution as in like ECSB or like like KP as an org? Um let's go with UCSB as an entirety, but K but obviously KP is within that. So I mean Y'all can talk about KP. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, not gonna lie. This is, this is a topic that, like, I feel like is easy to, like, ignore until, like, until you're involved in things like Pierce and things like TCN and things in like KP, because I feel like it is so much more apparent and like emphasized how much the institution of UCSB and just like institutions in general don't support us as like POC students. Like Pierce exists because of that lack of support. PCN exists because of that lack of support. KP as a whole exists because of that lack of support. And so that's why I feel like like student leadership and like like our student leaders are so valuable and so important because it's like we're providing for ourselves what we should have already been provided for. And like the fact that even when we have like we make these efforts to give to ourselves and to our community what like is already lacking and the institution like the very little that we asked them for to like help move that along, there isn't speaking, <laughs> is like denied or undervalued within the institution. It's just like so disappointing. Um, but in terms of growth, um, I definitely, <laughs> shout out to Joseph. <laughs> in terms of growth, I definitely feel like, um, like in a way it prepares us for the real world as sad as that may sound like um because it it kind of displays the reality of like what our lives are and how much more we have to work to like attain success in this nation and um in a way also like being able to have that like revealed and um, like it allows us to think about ways that we could actively fight against that and like empower our own people and um, like help each other succeed and like band together. So yeah, I think it definitely um, like in terms of growth has allowed me to think more as like um, like not so self-centered and more like group-centered like what can I do to help my community as a whole instead of just like helping my own success like and because of that I feel like a lot of my own success is like 
uh, defined and like contributed to by the success of like the people I care about in like, the community. She said hashtag solidarity. We love that. <laughs> we do love that. Just trying to um, be like, yeah, I think also. <laughs> he wanted. <laughs> Uh, yeah so just to build off of that it like you know for me like like just said just to like reiterate um a lot of the uh, a lot of the orgs that we have here on campus would not necessarily like be here if there wasn't any you know any disparities or any lack of like support you know because there's a lot of that and it's apparent throughout uh, the institution. So um, just KP in a whole, Fierce as a whole, even PCN as a whole, um, we try our best to make sure we serve the community that we have, we give them the proper resources, we give them the proper, I guess, I don't know how to say, like word it necessarily, but like, just like ha let them have that community that they, I feel like that they always needed or that they've always wanted, you know what I mean? Cause like, you know, you know, between me and you Earl, like we've had that same experience about like, uh, about uh, LM works and like our experiences with it, you know, like it may not have been pretty at first, but like, you know, we joined KP here and now it's like, it's, it's a completely different like uh, perspective, you know, on things. Um, and for me at least in terms of growth it's just uh i've surrounded myself around a lot of like a lot of community work and like it's just like one of the things that i love doing and for me at least i'm like the type of person just to put people in front of me not like all the time obviously because you know there's there's certain times where i need to have that time for myself and i need to like focus on myself but i always try my best to like serve the people around me um as much as i can and i don't want anyone to feel any differently than you know about like a certain org like kp because like, you know we try our best to like serve everyone and we want to listen to everyone we want to like make sure everyone's comfortable with it um but yeah and like other things as well as just like as a student leader it's like it gives me the opportunity to you know really work on things for myself do things that i need to do by myself um, and obviously, if I need that help, the help's there, you know, especially with an organization like KP. So, um, so yeah, I enjoyed a lot. I love being here. I love doing these fierce cat, fierce cat episodes. But uh, love it. But yeah, is there anything else you'd like to know, Earl? I feel like you have other questions. Honestly. Or maybe any last statements as well. Any anything that you want to say? Get off your chest, you know. Get off my chest, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, I can get something off the chest. <laughs> um, I just wanted to actually piggyback of what all of y'all said. Um, in terms of this organization, honestly, um, if I'm being quite frank, I actually learned a lot more in terms of educational material from community college than I actually have at UC Santa Barbara. And that's saying a lot. Um, in terms of my journey here at UC Santa Barbara, though, I think I have learned a lot spiritually and mentally about myself that I would have not 
learned in the community college atmosphere in which I'm really appreciative of but in terms of Kapiteran Filipino KPE as an org um, I've learned a lot about again like my heritage um, who I am as a person who I am as a student leader um, and like I said with Jez like hashtag solidarity because honestly everybody in this org there is um, whenever you join or this, or this this organization specifically like there is so much for everybody like you can literally go into academics and the academic chair can go ahead and give you academic resources for the organization um whenever it comes to the social aspect my pillar <laughs> um we have a lot of social events that people can attend like things like that like there's literally anything and everything that you can find within the organization is in kp so yeah i guess that's all i had to add to that but other than that, love y'all both. <laughs> <laughs> all love, love you. to you, Earl. All love. Well, I see we're nearing end, but it, if I'm gonna ask you one more time, you got any more last statements? Hmm. Anything you want to plug? Anything you want to plug? plug? <laughs> oh my God! Just to plug it one more time, um, benefit showcase will be happening on Saturday, February twenty seventh. Headliner is still TBA. Um, platform is still a little bit TBA. We still have to work a little bit on the logistics for that. Um, but it's going to be a super fun event. We're going to be, as I said earlier, working with the Puso Foundation, um, and yeah, it's going to be a fun time, y'all. Definitely join us during that time. Y'all heard it. Keep in check with the uh, KP UCSB page for the headliners. Yep, yep, yep. Y'all will know soon enough. Socials? Okay. <laughs> Dude, what did you say, huh? Socials? <laughs> oh, socials! Oh my god, yes! Go ahead and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Erlvin Manual. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and spell it up for y'all. E-A-R-L-V-I-N <laughs> M-A-N-U-E-L at Earlvin Manual on Instagram and Twitter, y'all. Feel free to drop a follow. <laughs> y'all better not have misspelled that because he spelled it letter for letter for y'all. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <It's> slower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the mom egg. style like E as in egg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are over a call, so I mean, maybe people didn't hear it clearly. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, whoa, uh, <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> anyway, well, with that, uh, just one more thing for those listening in. Um, we just want to welcome the new mentees who are joining Fierce Plus this quarter. Um, as, you, uh, as you all know, that... Earl is a mentor, and Jez and I here are uh, your quote outreach here to uh, watch all of y'all, make sure y'all are enjoying Fierce Plus, and again, we just want to welcome, uh, welcome you again to uh, Fierce Plus, and hope you enjoy it. Um, but yeah, with that said, Earl, thank you for joining us on our Fierce Cast episode. We love having you. We love talking to you, as always. Um, but yeah, Jez, do you have anything else to add? Uh, I think you said it all. <laughs> um, please also don't forget to tune in for all of our other episodes. All of our guests are TVA, but um, yeah, we love all of you. All right. Well, we'll catch you on the next episode. <laughs>